0: It's tempting to try to help people avoid future pain by telling them how stupid they were now in the moment right and yet it's one of the worst things we can do
1: as a couple with each other welcome to the secure marriage podcast where we believe it's possible to fight less feel understood and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse we're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, how relentless empathy is guaranteed to improve any relationship.
0: A little bit of a tongue twister there. Yes,
1: it is. Why did <laughs> you, you did great. write one that you so did meaty- great. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: <throat> well done. Thank you. Well done, well done, well done.
1: Thanks. Much better than the last episode when I was sick and yeah. sounded crummy.
0: So here's the question for you, my love since you're coming in blind again
1: yes so i ask him what are we going to talk about this one and he just gives me this look i can't even describe it but it's it's a very mischievous look which means he's not actually going to tell me what it is till we get on the recording
0: yep that's very very true so
1: here we go um <clears throat> So if I don't make any sense, it's because I haven't had a chance to think about it. This
0: is purely theoretical. Okay. This this rarely happens to us. But let's just take the scenario if I'm working out in the garage trying to get some stuff done. and And you come down and you hear me kind of grunting and groaning because my back is super sore. And I've been down there for probably longer than I should be because, again, I have a back issue. You know I can't work as long as I used to be able to work and all these other things. And you usually come down and tell me what?
1: Well, I thought you said this was uh, a scenario. This wasn't really real.
0: (laughs) This isn't really real.
1: (laughs) Your concrete wife is not falling with the scenario that's not supposed to be real. What I, I tell you, you should probably take a break.
0: Why? Why do you tell me that?
1: because i care about you i don't like to see you in pain
0: yeah and what's normally my response
1: i gotta finish this i just a little more if i don't finish it now it'll never get finished
0: yep and so i push through right. with additional grunting and groaning and painting and i usually end up hurting myself some more and then i hobble up the stairs into the living room and get into my chair and i sit down and i am hurting really really bad right and how do you feel about me in that moment?
1: Well, it's really hard to have empathy for you.
0: <laughs> Why?
1: Because, well
0: What do you what do you wish you could say to me? You re- don't often do it, but what do you wish you could say to me?
1: Hey, dummy. <laughs> how many times are you going to do this to yourself?
0: Yes. Yeah, so I'm sitting there in pain in my chair, not feeling good, and you want to call me A dummy because I did it to myself.
1: Yeah, I I really actually don't want to call you a dummy, but I'm I really I sometimes I think he knows this about himself. Why does he keep doing this over and over and over? And and actually, what it really does more is like, why doesn't he care about me?
0: Really? Yeah. How does it relate to you? Interesting.
1: Interestingly, because when you're broken, right, you can't take care of me. You can't.
0: I can't take care of you. (laughs) I can't meet your. Fair enough. And so it's a little bit of self-interest in there to say, I don't want you to be incapacitated so that you're available for me. Right. Yeah. You don't want to, you don't mind taking care of me when when my back is broken. No, not at all. But I imagine it's harder to take care of me when my back is broken, when I've done it to myself.
1: When you've made a choice. Yes. Yeah. It is a little bit,
0: and it's harder to be empathetic. It is, and to feel bad for me or to feel sorry for me. Not I mean, in a, uh, not in a pity sort of way, right, but right. to you know really genuinely go, man, you are hurting. I feel really bad for you.
1: Right. I I really want to tell you why you're hurting. Yes. I want to point out, you know. Yeah. If
0: only you would have stopped an hour and a half ago, you wouldn't be in this pain. If you would
1: have just listened to me.
0: Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> That's even better. If you would have just listened to me, we would both be happy.
1: Right. Except <laughs> except for, you know, I I don't say that to you because it doesn't help. It does. I know help. that. And and I know that's really truly not what it's about.
0: Yeah. But a lot of couples A lot of couples have really, really difficult time with giving empathy to their spouse when that when the pain that their spouse is in is self-inflicted. Right. Because, again, for me, it's working too long and kind of pushing myself into something. Um, I came across a story with with someone else recently where, you know, their husband did the exact same thing. And when the husband was trying to take care of his pain, the wife moves in exactly what you just described. Well, if only you would have listened to me, right. if only you would have stopped, you wouldn't be in this pain. And he got really hurt and offended by that. Sure. Because it's like, you don't care about me. You don't, you don't care that I'm in pain. And we look at kind of cause and effect first. Well, you did this and you're in this pain. So therefore, I don't have to feel sorry right.
1: for you. You don't deserve to be cared yeah. for or empathized with.
0: And unfortunately, even though it's hard, this is actually probably one of the best times ever to give empathy to your spouse is when it is self-inflicted. Right. I always tell the story of when the boys got were really, really young and they got some Christmas money and they went to the toy store. I took them there and they found these crappy remote control cars and they were really cheap and really badly designed. And I knew that they're going to break, but boy, they looked cool. They looked awesome. Mm -hmm. And my boys fell in love with it. And it was like, dad, we want these. It's like, kiddos, these are, these look cool. They're not well-made. They're going to break. And you're going to be really, really sad that you don't have a working toy anymore. We don't care, dad. We'll be extra careful. We'll be really, really careful. So are you sure you want to buy it? Yes, dad. So Sam bought a blue one and Joseph bought a red one and they brought them home and they raced them around for about two hours and then they broke (laughs) and they were both in tears. They were sad. I can remember them going, dad, my thing's broken. Can you fix it? Kiddos, I can't. And then at that moment, I have a chance to do what most wives or most husbands want to do to their spouse when their spouse is in self-inflicted pain, which is kids, I I told See, you they were I gonna told break. If you, so. you would just listen to me, I'm smarter than you. I right. could have saved you your money, but you didn't listen to me, and so now you're you deserve what you get. Right. It's the I told you so phenomenon. Right. That would be bad parenting in that moment. Instead, yes. I am called as a parent to go, gosh, guys, it is so disappointing to see your toys busted. That, uh, man, they were really fun while you got to play with them. And it's really a bummer they don't have them anymore. Yeah, that
1: is terrible.
0: You know, they cry a little bit. And then I remember them coming and going, dad, can we have some more money?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Kiddos,
0: no, you can't. No, we don't have any money or any toys. No, you don't. And I had to sit with them in that pain. And it's and again, it's tempting to to try to help people avoid future pain by telling them how stupid they were now. In the moment, right. And yet it's one of the worst things we can do as a couple with each other. Because whenever you do that, well, if I come to you and go, you're hurting right now. You actually kind of deserve it because you were dumb. <laughs> what did I just trigger in your head?
1: Oh, boy. I wanted to punch you in the nose. <laughs>
0: I automatically trigger defensiveness. Right. I trigger your survival brain to say, protect, protect, protect. Right. And it's a guaranteed way to have a fight. Right. Instead, if you want to have a guaranteed way to remain connected and to make your marriage better every single time when your wife or your husband is in pain, no matter if they caused it or if someone outside of them caused it, if you can respond with empathy Empathy. or even relentless empathy, you do empathy all the time. You do it no matter what. And it is just coming alongside just going I am so sorry it looks like you are in pain it looks like you are tired you worked really hard for four hours in the garage and I know how important that was to get it done and now you're really I'm so so sorry you are hurting there's something I can do for you
1: and and you can't just go around saying that without actually feeling it you
0: actually have to feel because, it
1: because, because you can't sell it <laughs> No. And, and I can tell Yeah. and Paul doesn't not have that very often, but sometimes I it it and it could be my misinterpretation that it yeah. just feels like he's saying it because yeah. that's the right thing to say. I can remember when our kids were little, and one in particular, we would empathize with him that way genuinely, yeah. and he's like, "Well, you're just saying that because yeah. you always just yeah. say that. You and have to he, say that." And mm. he didn't understand that there was genuine empathy and genuine sorrow right. in that. So you actually really have to f- yeah. to. Feel bad for your spouse. Yep.
0: And when you can offer them that that um, connection and uh, empathy first, you stay connected as a couple. Right. Let him, me, feel better after being in pain. Give me a couple of days to get out of that pain. And then that's the time to have a conversation go honey, there's kind of a trend going on here. (laughs) Have you ever noticed? And here's what it does to me. I hate to see you in pain, but I'm also, when you're in pain, it actually puts a little extra burden on me or I'm afraid that you're not available for me or I feel disconnected. And that's when you talk about it, not in a you're in pain and you're dumb, Right. I'm going to make you feel even worse. You feel bad physically and now you're going to feel bad fi- emotionally.
1: Right. And the interesting thing <clears throat> is, even if you don't use the word dumb, anytime yeah. you say, I told you yeah. or that kind yeah. of thing. What were you thinking? It communicates that yeah. they've done something dumb. And that yeah. may not be the case. It, it could, there could be a, many numerous reasons yeah. why they continue to to. To do what they're doing, which inflicts pain on themselves for their own, their own bag of crazy.
0: Yeah, there it is. You got a
1: bag of crazy.
0: (laughs) I got a huge bag of crazy, (laughs) almost as big as yours. (laughs) Hey.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but you helped me carry mine, so it's all right.
0: This empathy theme, in my opinion, my professional opinion opinion as a counselor, but my professional opinion as a husband of 20, almost seven years Mm -hmm. now, is empathy is the greatest tool you can yeah. offer in a relationship. It I maintains agree. connection in the midst of pain. And when people know that they're not alone in pain, that's the purpose of marriage like right. we're not going through life alone anymore. And when you can learn to offer that, get out of your own way and offer that your marriage will get better. Guaranteed money back guarantee 100 percent guarantee if you doubt it try it just say paul and shannon are out of their nut they i totally don't believe it but i'm going to try it and prove them wrong and then you can send us the email that says i tried to prove you guys wrong and you guys are so smart you guys are amazing because this <laughs> works every single time i can get my husband to do anything i want when i show him empathy or I can get my wife to respond in the way that I want her to because I showed her empathy. empathy. I met her need first and now she reciprocates. It's so counterintuitive. Right. But when we give people what they want, we get what we want. That is secure marriage. And I want everybody who's listening to this podcast right now to, to do it and try and practice and learn it over and over and over again. And this is where we're going to go with secure marriage for forever and ever and ever. This is This is what it's about. If you want more information on what this looks like and even where to start and how to understand some of this, um, if you want to know how, how good you do this in your relationship, securemarriage.com, you can start with our quiz that kind of rates you on the six parts of the secure marriage framework. One of those is empathy, empathy. And if you're low in empathy, then we actually have ways for you to get better at empathy, tangible, practical, real lessons and real ways to make your marriage better and be better at empathy. Yep. We want your marriage to be better. Again, we don't have a perfect marriage, but.
1: We do have a secure marriage. And we want
0: you guys to have one too. So thank you very much for listening to this episode. Uh, We can't wait to see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.